Now I know what it means to be free. For the spirit never Most hip-hop fans over the age of 30 know that in June of 1996, Tupac Shakur released one of, if not the, illest diss track of all time. Hit Em Up was a shot aimed squarely at Biggie Smalls. The track opens up with Tupac letting Biggie know exactly how he feels. Loudly proclaiming, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. And Tupac wasn't one for subtlety, so the very first line of his first verse opens up with, first off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Now, of course... In the woke version of myself in 2018, I could write an entire think piece on the problematic misogyny of Tupac's content. But in 1996, my 12-year-old self knew nothing about being woke. I was blown away. I was too young for some of the rap beefs that had happened before my time, like the beef between Ice Cube and NWA, or even older rap feuds like The Real Roxanne and Roxanne Shantae, or KRS-One and MC Shan. Tupac and Biggie's beef came right at a time when I was falling in love with hip-hop, and although I was a million miles away from being married or even having a girlfriend, I knew that what Tupac was saying was fucking crazy. He kicked open the door of rap beefs for me. And as an adult, when I listened to the things that he was saying, I realized just how reckless he was. He was saying shit that ruins people's lives, that gets people hurt and even killed. Tupac's first verse made Pusha T and Drake's recent scuffle look like the friendly game of badminton. And that's not even considering the video. Tupac didn't diss. He put everything on the table and even hurled a few more jabs afterwards. And what a lot of people now don't always talk about is that Biggie chose not to respond. He decided that rather than respond and make things worse or let people in his crew respond, he would just let it go. Recently, I made a post on Facebook written while I sat on my couch checking emails before my workday got into full swing. In it, I expressed how I felt saddened by the constant pursuit of validation I was seeing online. The overusage of memes and scriptures and wrongfully attributed motivational quotes used by millions of people to position themselves as being happy or comfortable or successful. I know what you're thinking. Something along the lines of, why do you care? Why are you pressed? Why are you judging people? Who are you? And a million other mind your business type of questions or statements. And that's fair. But here's the thing. Every single one of us has an opinion and beliefs. And on this particular day, I chose to express mine. I think that we all know at least one person that uses social media to receive validation through likes and comments and in an attempt to feel better about some of their real life struggles. There are times when maybe escapism is necessary. And for all of us using social media in any way, I realize it's all performative to some degree. Most of us are not posting our very worst moments online or starting a podcast where you express your internal thoughts and share your past struggles. But I digress. After I posted this status update, I went about my day starting my morning routine. Minutes passed, and I received several messages asking me who the status was about or if the status was directed at them. One in particular stuck out. In several paragraphs, the sender outlined why they knew my post was about them, how I didn't know them, how I was wrong about them, how their post wasn't just for likes, and warned me not to make subliminal posts. I'll be honest, I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. At the time, I had only read the first paragraph of their message, and thought about how I had not had a full conversation with this sender in almost two years. Because we don't see each other often, and we're separated by age, and probably general personality traits, I was even more confused by their message. I responded letting the person know that I didn't read their full message, and that what I had posted had absolutely nothing to do with them. 
I let them know that from afar, I actually respected their growth. And if I had had an issue with them, I would have said so. And that I actually appreciate them having the grit and honestly the balls to at least at me and send me the message. To be clear, the sender and I are not close. I wouldn't say we're friends. I'm pretty sure they don't like me. And to be honest, I actually respect the fuck out of that. You don't have to be best friends or even decent friends with someone to say what you need to say. In past years, when our paths crossed more frequently, the sender and I had a few moments of conflict. And the irony of it all is that in the few times where we had conflict, I actually gained respect for their openness to conversation and for letting me know that they had had an issue with something that I had said or done. This is an individual that despite not knowing well or interacting with often, the growth that I've seen from afar is respected and so is their journey. I have a saying that I deeply believe. I've been saying it to myself for a couple of years and I say it to a lot of people that, that know me. You cannot find peace by avoiding conflict. Holding your tongue, keeping in your feelings or your ideas or being passive aggressive in a bullshit attempt to keep a peace that is not maintainable or to keep the waters calm around a boat that is already leaking is not a lifestyle that I wish to live. I do not believe in subliminal messages or in passive aggressive behavior. Although I'm not Tupac in my delivery, there will never be a time when there is confusion as to who my words are aimed at when I speak. That is how I and many others choose to navigate this thing called life. For those of us that are constructed like this, the militant friend, the angry friend, the say it like it is friend, it is important to understand that as you get older, that time and place do matter. But for those that always choose the path of least conflict, I think it's equally, if not more important, to understand that in many cases, you're maintaining a false truce. Suffering in silence is not peace. It's suffering. In this day and age where we communicate with more people than ever and faster than ever, the subliminal text, status, caption, or comment is really just hurting ourselves and preventing us from resolving the problem, strengthening the relationship, or ending a toxic interaction. So the next time you get ready to send that per my last email email or post that meme that relates to a situation that only you know about or withhold praise and attention or keep words of kindness to yourself because you're mad about something only you're thinking about, ask yourself if that shade, that passive aggressive behavior or that sneak dissing is even hitting the target you're aiming for. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 13 of the Unfortunately Honest Podcast. I really appreciate your comments and your reviews, text messages, all the messages I get. Please take a second to subscribe, share, let me know what you think. Until next week.